Blog Talk Radio. Hello and welcome to another edition of the Brisnet.com PredictorForum.com Weekend Preview Podcast. All eyes on Saratoga next week, but as for this weekend, it is all about Delmar, which just opened, and Danny Zucker and I will be discussing the Yellow Ribbon Handicap on Saturday as well as the Delaware Handicap. But before we get to that, definitely want to mention that the first race, as we're as I'm talking, just completed at Delmar, and the winner was a top contender on the value plays at Delmar off a new pace top and paid seventeen eighty to win pretty much going away. It was never in doubt once they turned for home. So a big start to the meet, and uh, with 10 races to go, only need one more winner uh, for the race analyzer to be up for the meet, uh, even with the big opening day card, and I have no doubt it will deliver again, uh, but a strong start. Danny, were you able to uh, get on board that one from the beach? I was not, Ed. I was not, actually. I'm heading over to uh, New Jersey, and uh, hopefully we'll be viewing the Meadowlands Pace tomorrow. Oh, very nice. Racing Triple Crown. Yeah, a friend of mine uh, has a couple has a horse running, so I, I might uh, be joining them. But yeah, the, it looks like the new pace top got off to a great start. I really, I'm a big fan. And for those, this week is uh, this weekend. Belmont is free at the free track, but I'm a big fan out of a top contender with a new pace top on top. That's usually a press for me. So for sure, you know, I'm expecting that uh, our players had accelerant. Yeah, you would you would think so. Uh, I I handicapped the race off the PPs first uh, and actually had it three one nine. Uh, but then when I anytime I see uh, as you said new pace top top contender and with that price uh, was easy. You know, given the three I liked uh, at seven to one, it was clear that the, the nine was the play. So it worked out for me. And yeah, that that's a red board. But everyone knows I I use the numbers and tough to ignore that. Uh, also tough to ignore, a new uh, web design for predictiveform.com or new homepage layout numbers are still the great information, but uh, just a, a flashier way of uh, presenting it with people at the homepage, so that's exciting. And, of course, uh, the summer plans, which yeah, started today would, with Delmar. I want to make one note. Go on. Um, yes. Actually, we added a ticker so that if whatever tracks you subscribe to, if you subscribe to the single track or hopefully you're subscribing to the Weekend Warrior, you literally have a ticker of the form cycle patterns on the home page. And you can click right on the horse in the ticker and go directly into the page stages. It's really a very cool feature that, uh, that we added. That is very cool. So if you... Uh, what is it, once you buy that track or if you've subscribed to a plan, then that goes in the ticker? Yeah, or otherwise it's just the free track of the week, correct. Gotcha. Cool. All right, well, uh, and there's always the, the free track, so even if you're not subscribed to anything yet, go to predictorform.com and you'll see the ticker for Belmont this week. But encourage anyone who's playing uh, the summer tracks a uh, great deal on Delmar and Saratoga, nine ninety-nine ninety-five each, or uh, one forty-nine ninety-five for for the both of them. So fantastic deal, uh, and hopefully we'll have some fantastic insight uh, into the Yellow Ribbon, which is the feature on opening Saturday at Delmar. Uh, and I'm glad you mentioned the Delaware handicap. I like a huge price in there, so I'm eager to to hear your thoughts. Uh, but we will start with the Yellow Ribbon, uh, which, as I say in the comments, uh, could 
provide some uh, Breeders' Cup horses. Uh, you know, the, the race is at Santa Anita this year, so a horse who does well mm-hmm. here uh, could make some noise down the road. It is only a, a, a grade two, and it's in a mile and a 16, so some variables, some improvement probably needed out of here, but worth watching because of the Southern California location uh, for sure. Uh, and it is a, it's a pretty open field as far as the morning line uh, is concerned. Mm-hmm. Uh, any general thoughts on this uh, group before we get into to some of the names? Yeah, I would echo what you said. It's kind of like a middle of the road. Yeah, solid middle of the road grade two slash grade three um, dirt race for a grass race for um, fillies, older fillies and mares. And there could be some prospects coming out of here, heading towards uh, the grade ones in the fall. Uh, but we'll just have to see. I mean, nobody in the field looks like a. Nobody looks outstanding, per se. I mean, a couple of horses might run big, but there is a chance to probably score a decent price. It doesn't look like anybody's going to be a huge favorite in here, Ed. Um, so it's always a, this is a fun kind of a betting race, I would think. Yeah, I, I agree. Uh, I mean, I think any horse you like, it's not, you know, sometimes you look at the favorite and, you know, they always make the favorite, say, five to two or three to one, and you know that horse won't be anywhere near there. I, I think in this case, even among the, the top choices, you're you're going to get the, the price you think you'll get because uh, it's a evenly matched group. Uh, well, I, I mean, it is evenly matched, so uh, we'll just start at the top. Fresh felines, number one. Sheriff's uh, Victor Espinoza gets up uh, third, just missed the length in the, the Santa Ana, uh, reverts back to a mile on the 16th, hasn't been this short uh, since February mm-hmm. of last year. Uh, it does appear that she likes uh, the added distance more than not, but this is probably just the race that fit when she was ready. Yep. To me, it's the type, let's, if she runs well, I'll tab for next time, but it just doesn't seem like this is the group for her. Yeah, she looks a little slow in here. Last couple figures are 66, 73, 71. Not a tremendous amount of forward progress. Uh, some time off, uh, we would take a pass. All right, I'm with you there for sure. Uh, Nancy from Nairobi is uh, to her outside and raced in the, the game, the, the grade one uh, game we last out. That was at a mile. Uh, has no races at this distance, but has raced further than a mile and a 16th and actually has a win at a mile and an 8th. Abel Lascano has been aboard at Santa Anita, uh, but Mike Smith now takes the call uh, for John Sadler. Certainly seems like one of the ones. uh, Mm -hmm. I'm not excited about betting her, but, I mean, she's a contender for sure. You know, Ed, I really disliked the greed of the trainer running the horse back after – you know, what looked like a nice grade two win, gets greedy, decides to run the horse back, and, you know, doesn't perform. You know, takes a lot of time off and brings the horse back again off this layoff. I, I can't buy it. I mean, I, you know, she's not winning at five to one. She's going she's gonna to go off at shorter than that. She does. She is going to take a lot of money with Mike Smith. And this is the kind of thing where maybe it was the owner making the this is kind of like an egregious placement that last race. Why run the horse back in four weeks? In, in less than four weeks, when you have it looks like an improving, yeah, improving mare. So this is a spot. Yes, she fits, but um, I would take a pass on Nancy from Nairobi. Most off because I, I would be pissed off if I, you know, I'm sort of pissed off by that move last time, 
And so I'm not hopping back on her, especially at a much shorter price of what looks like to be two to one. All right. Uh, yeah, I, I can't argue. I mean, I think she, she fits, but uh, to me, it's mm-hmm. of the one to figure to be a short price, uh, I like her at least, I'd say. Uh, her eminency yeah. is to her outside uh, an interesting story behind this one. Uh, won the Queen Elizabeth II Challenge Cup, beating Miss Temple City, who uh, this year has already beat males in the grade one makers, Mark Mile. Uh, for some reason, the owners decided she'd be better off on the West Coast, uh, so she is with a new trainer, and uh, she has not done much since having to face elders off that uh, restricted uh, grade one race at Keeneland. Uh, the, the talent certainly seems there on the Brisnet numbers uh, that Delmar Oak, so she has raced at Delmar before, uh, is 102. The 96 and the QE2 certainly fits with these, but... What she's done so far this year is uh, a notch below the rest of these, which her eminency shows up Saturday. Well, from what I can tell with the pace figures going back to August of last year, her figures go 81, 76, 72, 71, and 68. So that's a plummet of regression, 81 to 68. Last race was at a mile. And I would expect she moves forward off that race, but I don't see her on top or in the second second spot. All right. Well, we'll we'll get to a winner eventually. I think uh, we'll see if it's prize exhibit. Uh, another one coming out of a, a Grade One. This one uh, had shipped uh, mm-hmm. to the Just the Game and was a, a huge huge price and uh, did did pick off some horses late. Uh, was mm-hmm. certainly no threat to the winner in a course record time, but, you know, seven wide and, and just was out of it anyway. I guess you could like that she passed horses. Uh, to me, though, uh, I see a lot of mile and six and a half furlongs. Uh, you go back to last year at Delmar uh, is when she had stretched out, so maybe she likes the, the, the further distance further south. Uh, but another one like the, the one just looks a little slow. Well, what I do like about her is she ran second in this race last year and her last race at Belmont, albeit at eight furlongs, which is fast, she ran 80. So she's got the fastest last out figure. She has run a 78 at this distance before. Again, we're looking at the figures. We're not looking at the PPs. We're not looking at the jockey changes. Based purely on the figures, prize exhibit should be in there. All right, well, that's, uh, that's good to know. And she, in that Delmar Oaks, her eminency was second. She actually was the 7-5 to five favorite, then faced elders mm-hmm. in the yellow ribbon, which last year was at the end of the meet. Uh, so that's why she ran in there as a 3-year-old uh, and was favored there too. So uh, interesting because with that back class, if you say, well, she's putting it together, the just the game, she passed horses, this is the time. At 12-1, to 1, uh, there, there are worse shots you could take. So that's one to earmark for sure. Flavian exactly, Pat, yeah. I mean, that's the exact thinking. That's the exact thinking here. Um, and from a class perspective, you can't knock her. I mean, she hasn't been outside of grade two company in a long time. And you can't really say that about any of these other starters now. The price, forget about the morning line odds. You look at her figures, she's probably going to run a big race. I mean, I don't know if she can win, but I would expect she's going to run a bigger, you know, outrun her odds for sure. All right. Well, I think, I mean, I, I don't, you know, 12 to 1, maybe not, but I mean, certainly 8 to 1, yeah. I think, because some of these that we've talked yep. about will take money. Uh, Flavian Pratt rode her last time. He opts for Majestic Heat. This time, a horse he rode in uh, allowance mm-hmm. conditions at Santa Anita. Uh, another one who was in the Del Mar Oaks uh, had been lightly raced at that time. 
uh, and that was actually her uh, stakes debut. So that was a big step up. Mm-hmm. She ran okay fifth uh, behind a couple we've we've already talked about. Uh, another, I'm you know four to one. I'm surprised to see her that light on the morning line off given her speed ratings. But I know she fits a little better uh, on your numbers, at least as far as the the race analyzer is concerned. Uh, what yep. do you make of yep, yep. her in the spot, though? I would say she's okay. Um, I mean, she looks like a miler to me. She does have a win at a mile and a sixteenth, but it wasn't a tremendously fast figure. You know, her last out was 76. Uh, she has run a couple of 76s and a 79. Her fastest eight-and-a-half furlong race was a 76. But, again, prize exhibit, who we just talked about, ran 78. So, you know, historically speaking, at this distance, prize exhibit so far has run the fastest at the distance, which make, would make me lean towards her versus Majestic Heat. Right, and uh, and you get a bigger price too, so uh, certainly nothing mm-hmm. wrong with that. Uh, Finest City has a, an interesting class line. Ran in the Vanity on dirt at a mile last time, and the two ahead of her were champions Beholder and Stellar Wind. Only one turf start to date. That was down the hill at Santa Anita. It's by City Zip, so I don't definitely don't mind turf and uh, you know City Zip a sprinter. But to me, a mile on the 16th, especially if it's firm. I don't really have a, a big concern. Uh, another, I'm surprised to see seven to two on the morning line, though. I, I feel like, I mean, yeah, she's one of the ones, but I don't know. It's almost like you could have five or six in here that should be five or six to one instead of a few at three to one. Uh, bullet workout into this is, is interesting, but, uh, you know, mm-hmm. unknown connection, and I'd need a bigger price than I think we're going to see. Well, here's here's what I learned about um, – about Finest City. So I went back in the family, and the closest horse that I could connect on turf was her dam, Be Envied. Be Envied had 12 starts on turf. She was in the money 7 of 12. She made 135000 She was not great in stakes place. She did run in the Nassau. She did run in the Mr. Beer. She liked a mile and the 16th okay. She didn't perform well on any other surface, so I can see why they moved this horse to a turf race. So I would expect the horse is going to like turf uh, based on her mom's running style. That stalking style will work. I would not expect to see regression in terms of, uh, in terms of a, a figure here. And when you look at the dirt figures and then you try to convert them over to turf, I mean, her last race, albeit it was at, um, whatchamacallit, the track I don't like was an 80 and change. I think it's the... Uh, yeah, last out. Last out was 73. You know, she's got some decent performances in there. She's got a double top and a new pace top, both 76, 77. So, Bonnie City could win. Uh, I, I would like her maybe in the two hole, but I I think that she is, not I think, she's going to like the surface if she's anything like her mom. So, her mom raced really right. well and, what, and didn't shy away. So, I would, uh, you know, Bonnie City is another one I'd probably put ahead of the um, Majestic City. Finest City, I would put ahead of Majestic Heat. Okay. All right. Well, that's good to know. And, uh, yeah, I mean, mm-hmm. and, and City Zip, like I said, on, on top doesn't bother me at all. Uh, Queen of the Sand, uh, to her outside, uh, another one. Uh, this one's off a mm-hmm. layoff, uh, but she ran on the Matriarch last year, grade one at Del Mar, uh, and has won two of seven on the Del Mar turf. 
uh, include mm-hmm. and three seconds. So she does seem to uh, like the firm going uh, down there. Ran in this race last year when it was at the end of the meet uh, and really just got, got a tour of the oval, it seems like, never contended. Uh, there's numbers there from what I see that, that could do this. I, I don't think there's enough speed, though. Like I mean, she's mm-hmm. dead closer, and to me, this race just isn't going to going to set up for her at all. Yeah, well, it also looks like with the you know the layoff here, she's going to need one. She's probably going to be an improving mare later on in the season, but she's coming off 230 days, and we indicate the number of days off. I think that's a little bit much in here, so I would take a pass. Even moving to the outside, she's not here. This horse has regressing figures from 75, 74, 73, 69. So before we even spend a minute on she's not here, she's not going to be there, and we would take a pass on her as well. All right. Yeah, now you mentioned with Queen Queen of the Sand, uh, the layoff. She actually ran in the Matriarch in 2014 as well, and she came back a little quicker that year, uh, but still needed a few before we saw her best, and I anticipate mm-hmm. that uh, that will be the case today as well. Uh, that brings us to Carrie Bell, the last of nine. Uh, John Sheriff's book ends the field. Uh, Gary Stevens uh, gets up for this one uh, off Mike Smith, who wrote her in the Gamely. Uh, and, uh, you know, we talked about a, a closer in the Justa game. Uh, this one was in the Gamely and picked off horses uh, and, and missed mm-hmm. by less than two lengths, 18-1. Uh, to 1. Uh, You know, to me, uh, among the ones we've talked about, 8-10-12-1, I know that you liked uh, right. prize exhibit best, I'd say. To me, this one as well intrigues at a price. Yeah, that's what Nothing. I'd tell you. Not yeah. for you? No, I mean, yeah. 71, 72, 66, 73, inconsistency, lifetime, best of 76 and eight furlongs. And I'm just not going to jump on her because we haven't gone anywhere. Uh, you know, just recapping the race, and now that I've done some elimination, I would probably stick with the middle of the field. Maybe the, you know, we talked about the four, the six, and I guess my third choice would be the five. That is dead in the middle of the field for sure, four, five, six. Uh, yeah, I mean, you you definitely turned me on a little. I mean, I, prize exhibit intrigued me because, you know, people see that sixth and 50 to one, and, yeah, it was mm-hmm. the, she shipped and it was a great one, but people, you know, they like to see ones and twos and threes. She still passed five grade one horses late. Uh, you know, there's some decent horses in there. Uh, the, the two best in the division, Teppin and Miss Temple City, were in England at that time, so they weren't in there. But still, mm-hmm. it was a decent race. And then to hear you talk through it as well uh, opened my eyes a little bit. I, I think Carrie Bell, Gary Stevens is interesting to me on her because I think he'll have her a little more forwardly placed. And uh, I think that could be an advantage from the outside here. So I, I'm interested in her if the price if the price stays up there. But to me, uh, I, I definitely this is a type of race. Uh, you know, Nancy from Nairobi is going to be the favorite. I think she's a play again. So to me, if you know, you you can maybe get creative with certainly the four who we both like, and you know, the nine for me with. Uh, some of the logicals like five and six, and maybe you do a okay in the verticals. The four on top for you, though? Uh, yeah, four, six, five. 
four, six, five in the yellow ribbon, and uh, I'm definitely on board the four. And, and the nine would be one I wouldn't mind seeing in the number somewhere. Uh, that brings us to the Delaware handicap. We won't uh, go through it horse by horse, but I uh, was interested in your take. So, like I said, was excited to hear that uh, you had uh, – wanted to touch on it and I'm pulling it up now. Uh but mm-hmm. I'm a chatterbox, uh, certainly gonna be the favorite. To me, the weight she's giving at a mile and a quarter and she's no world beater. I mean, yeah, she I mean she's the best of this group, but I just don't understand why she has to give that kind of weight. And money's on Charlotte gets in at one eleven and I just think she's in form and maybe at a mile and a quarter being by Miz and Mass she can shock the world. Uh, so money's yep. in Charlotte's uh, a flyer I'm going to take. What would you make of the race? Yeah, no, I mean, I would, I, I would agree with you. And from her figures, um, yeah, I mean, her last one was in hand, but she's doing a couple things in terms of the distance. I'm not so much a weight guy, but my opinion here is purely based on value. Money's from Charlotte's got two new pay stops, back-to-back new pay stops, which you really like to see. And um, they're, you know, they're tiny moves, they're forward moves. I think paid-up subscribers got a couple of nice figures up at uh, Churchill. Now, albeit, you know, Churchill's a little bit fast, but I wouldn't be surprised if paid-up subscriber won. But, yeah, I, I would lay into Chatterbox here, Ed. I have to agree with you. All right. Uh, well, it's, uh, yeah, it's an interesting race, and it's a mile and a quarter, uh, which, you know, always sort of a – an equalizer of types, and you know, we're not mm-hmm. talking. We've had Royal Delta in here before, and Blind Luck, and Hava de Grace, and I'm a chatterbox mm-hmm. isn't at that level. So, someone who's going to take money, uh, you know, in a short field, you get a big price on money's on Charlotte. So, I'll take a shot. Any other uh, thoughts on Delmar in general or racing this week? No, nothing major. I think this is a good, quiet week for us, and we'll be back at it next week as we head to opening week of the spa, which I can't wait for. Yeah, you know, Saratoga, certainly uh, exciting no matter what. Uh, great racing day-to-day, but uh, to have that feature on Sunday, Songbird versus Karina Mia, I'm very much looking forward to uh, seeing with how the numbers shake out because Songbird, you know, we've heard it since before the Oaks, doesn't seem to have the, the number power, but, you know, keeps winning in a hammerlock, whereas Karina Mina does have the number uh, it'll be interesting to see how they bet the race and what kind of money they, they all take, and uh, that's the race I'm looking forward to for sure. All right, Ed, sounds good. Have a good weekend. All right, Danny Zucker, everyone. He's a, a, a jack of all breeds. He'll be at the Meadowlands Pace tomorrow. We wish his friend luck and hope he enjoys that. I, I have never been to the Pace, uh, but have checked out a couple Hamiltonians and Little Brown Jugs and uh, it's definitely, uh, you know, it's a, it's a different style, up, you know, with harness, but encourage anyone who has a chance to check out the big races, their fun events in their own right. As our Delmar and Saratoga, which is off and running, visit predictiveform.com for uh, some special deals on those tracks, com for some deals on uh, PPs as well for Saratoga and Delmar. A lot of great information from both of us, and we'll look forward to talking to Danny next week and you as well. Thanks, everyone.